Yo, what is up, Buttercup? Thanks for tuning in. Hey, are you caught up? Have you listened to all the previous episodes? I'm telling you, there's just a wealth of knowledge just sitting there in your Shaleen Show feed. If you haven't subscribed, what are you waiting for? Are you kidding me? It's free. Hello. Hello. It's free. Did I mention it's free? Yes, it's free because we have a sponsor for the show. It's me. I'm sponsoring my own show. Yep, I swear. I get offers every single week, probably 10 or more. People who say, I want to advertise on your show. You're definitely reaching our demographic. Would you pitch this? Would you pitch that? And you know what? I just would rather talk to you about the thing that I believe makes the biggest difference in people's lives, and that's confidence. So this episode of The Shaleen Show is sponsored by me, and I'd like to invite you to check out the Courageous Confidence Club. It's my online coaching program to help you get the most out of life. If confidence is one thing you know you could use a little bit more of, this is the program for you. So please support the show by visiting CourageousConfidenceClub.com because I would love to work with you. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen has helped thousands with her books, seminars, and online academies. She's the author of the New York Times bestselling book, Push, and a mother of two. All right, so you don't have to listen to this episode if you only eat things from a box. But if you prefer to eat whole foods, you love fruits and vegetables, fish, poultry, if you enjoy those things, you need to listen to this episode because it could save your life. It's up to us to educate ourselves. We can't be at the mercy of our government or any regulations or lack thereof when it comes to the safety of our food. And that's why I bring to you today someone who's very passionate about saving lives and educating the public, helping us to understand what it is we're consuming and how unsafe some fruits and vegetables, chicken and poultry can be. Not just unsafe, deadly. Today you'll hear from my friend, Chef Maria. She's the inventor of a product called Eat Cleaner. It is revolutionizing the way that we clean our fruits and vegetables. Now, there's tons of fruit sprays out there on the market. Eat Cleaner is organic and all natural. I love the story of how she created this with her father, who's the scientist, an environmental health scientist, whose lifelong pursuit has been challenging government agencies to strengthen their food safety procedures. Maria is known as the Fit Foodie. She's been on countless national TV programs, She's nationally recognized as a food safety and clean eating expert. She's an award-winning entrepreneur, a television chef, an author, an inventor. She's just so cool. I'm proud to be able to call Maria a dear friend of mine. I'm so proud of the work that she does. I mean, she's making a difference in our world. But here's what I want you to know about her. I want you to hear what she's about to teach you, but I also want you to be inspired by her. I mean, she started this business from scratch. And there's been many times where she almost threw in the towel, didn't know how they were going to make ends meet, didn't know how they're going to produce the demand that they have for their product without taking out huge loans or getting big investors or going on Shark Tank. Girlfriend just does it. She's got two young kids. She pulls herself up by the bootstraps. She makes it happen. I want you to not only learn from this episode, but to be inspired by her. I hope that you'll visit her website. I hope that you'll become one of her lifers. And I know she's got big plans to help thousands and thousands of people. And I hope that we can help her do that. Maria, it's Shaleen. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm really excited to be able to share your message with people today. I think of this as a public service announcement. It's so true. 
it's a pretty serious deal. Um, it's I, I just think it's ironic that we're good friends. I don't know where my life would be right now if I, I hadn't learned about eCleaner. Like it is a part of my daily routine, my family's daily routine. It's something that I very firmly and strongly believe in. I can't believe it's not in everybody's home and household. And hopefully after this episode, everyone will understand that this this is just something you have to do if you care about your family and, and their health. Yeah, thank you for that, Shalene. And, and we really want to help educate people because I think a lot of it is just not knowing so thank you for this platform to be able to educate your followers too. That's the truth. I mean, every time I talk to you, I'm like, my jaw drops. I'm like, what? No way. Like even just the chat we had before we started recording today, you share with me a couple of stories because it's in the news again today. There's this huge outbreak in California. Um, I shouldn't say huge, but a very deadly outbreak of listeria that they've traced back to apples from a producer who covers them in caramel and then sells them to the public, but they were never washed properly. Correct. And you know what? There's another, believe it or not, there's another apple outbreak that's nationwide on Granny Smith apples. So, you know, you really have to think about where your food is coming from and how it's been handled. It, it travels so far. It's waxed. It's sprayed. It's touched by over 20 different sets of hands. And your potential to, you know, to get something that's tainted nowadays, it seems like there's an outbreak almost every month, every week. Two things. Number one, is it true that organic fruits and vegetables are also often waxed? Yes. So let's talk about wax because a lot of people may not know this. About 80% of our produce, of our fruits and vegetables, are waxed. And that wax is carnauba or paraffin wax. Carnauba wax is often used in car wax. And they add in uh, fungicides and other chemicals to help stabilize that wax on the produce. Well, first of all, you don't want to be eating that. Second of all, it helps to trap all of that pesticide residue and bacteria under the surface. And if you've ever tried to wash away wax with water, you know <laughs> it just doesn't work. And why are they waxing the fruit and vegetables? So the wax helps the produce last longer. Mm -hmm. You know, it, on average, your produce travels about 1,500 miles. It's coming from all over the world. Uh, a lot of our produce is grown outside of the United States. And if they don't wax it, it's going to go bad before it even gets to your store. So the wax is meant to help extend shelf life. The problem with that is that it, it's just you don't know what's under the surface. Mm -hmm. And even organic produce, back to your question, is now starting to get waxed more because we are growing organic produce in, uh, in larger scale and they have the same problem. Sometimes with organic, it tends to go bad even faster. Mm. So you will see that wax popping up and you, you want to get rid of it without having to peel it because the peel contains a lot of fiber and, and essential nutrients that you don't necessarily want to get rid of. Is the other reason why they're waxing is because it just looks more appealing? Does it make the produce look shinier? It does. It does. If you've ever seen a waxed apple, you know, it's got that that gleam, but don't be fooled by that that shine. You know, what's what's under the shine is is a is a different story. That's really important for people to understand. And if we're buying our produce, like we're really, really good and we're actually going to the farmer's market and buying our produce, are we then safe? I wish I could tell you you are. 
You know, think of it this way. We are the last line of defense between what we buy and what we feed our families. And when you go to the farmer's market, yes, it's local and it's perhaps, you know, the carbon footprint is lower, which is good from a, uh, an environmental standpoint. However, when it comes to food safety and the new Food Safety Modernization Act, a lot of these farms that are smaller that, that are uh, producing less financially than maybe the larger scale farms don't have to uphold the same level of, of food safety standards. So you may be getting that beautiful kale or carrots and they're filthy. You need to wash those properly because mm. that water rinse is not going to do anything. And we, we have the lab results to show that. What about these homemade or, you know, sometimes you'll see them on Pinterest or or even some of your competitors who are producing sprays that are supposedly to clean vegetables and fruit or the things that we're making from home? How do those compare with Eat Cleaner? Well, you know, I have never seen a lab tested homemade remedy. <laughs> so, you know, we, we spent two and a half years lab testing and proving and authenticating our recipe because you know, I could never sell something to you and say it works without doing that. And I don't know any homemade recipe that's gone to that extent. So first of all, I would, I would say I'm skeptical mm -hmm. if it works or not. Mm -hmm. Second of all, we decided to take out the alcohol, the chlorine, some of the other caustic chemicals in our competitors' products because you just don't need them to be effective. And then the, the, I call it the secret sauce in ours is it helps extend shelf life. So we're really shifting how people even think about cleaning. You can bring it home, wash it, and put it back in your refrigerator, and your produce will last up to 200% longer. I'm going to put a link in my show notes to several videos that I've done where I feature eCleaner. And just for complete transparency, I'm not an affiliate for eCleaner. I just want people to find this product and understand how superior it is. And it's why I've created lots of videos showing people what my what my refrigerator looks like and how I organize it and how I make healthy eating fast, simple, and safe for my family. The food comes home, our fruits and vegetables, our poultry, everything gets washed down and cleaned with eCleaner. And then it goes in my refrigerator in clear con glass containers so that it's there. P you can grab it. it. You know it's already been cleaned. There's no prep time. There's no extra step. It's appetizing. It's beautiful. And because of eCleaner, it lasts longer. Can you share with us statistics? Or maybe you have them, or maybe you don't. I don't know. I'm putting you on the spot here. And what does this cost the average person? And in terms of how much it saves us in, in fruits and vegetables you don't have to throw away? Yeah, well, it's a great question because we're all watching where our money goes. I always say that our, our health and our family's health, you can't put a price on it. I mean, when you hear about stories of people getting foodborne illness and becoming debilitated, paralyzed, even, you know, hospitalized and, and I hate to say it, but death related to foodborne illness. I mean, yeah. 40, 48 million cases of foodborne illness reported last year in the United States alone. That's a lot of foodborne illness. And, now, and those are just the ones that are reported. I mean, yeah. it makes you wonder how many people are ill and they don't know it's foodborne. Well, and the, the, the sad part is that 95% of that could have been avoided with proper food handling. So it's something we can really prevent. But the great thing is, is that a product like ours, it's, it's $5 a bottle. 
And that bottle will last you a good, you know, month, month and a half, even two months. It just depends on how much you eat. So it's it's a really small investment to make in the safety of your food. And the thing is, most people throw away the the average statistic is about fifty dollars worth of food a month. I think that's pretty low myself. But yeah. if you think about it, the bottle offsets that. You know, that's a ten time investment <laughs> return on investment with bo- buying one bottle in a month. That's crazy. We, um, when my daughter Sierra was in, I think it was sixth or seventh grade, they had to do this science project, and she decided to use e, e- cleaner as her. That. And she took, you know, fruit and photographed it. Um, one that was washed with just tap water, and then one that was washed with e cleaner, and then photographed the process of decay. And it was it was astonishing to see how. Um, how much better the fruit looked. And then, of course, just knowing how much safer it was. So that was a fun experiment that really actually got my kids involved in the process of understanding what's what they're putting in their bodies. I want to talk to our listeners about those five areas where we need to be aware that what we're putting in our mouths, what we're putting in our bodies, even though it looks like it's supposed to be healthy, it might not be. And there are some hidden dangers there. Mm-hmm. What's the number one hidden danger? I would say your number one place that you really want to be careful of is your own sink. Mm. So, you know, you're washing dishes, you're, um, you know, you're doing your prep work or whatever, and you want to make sure that um, you're, you're taking your produce and you're really washing it because there could be a lot of other bacteria lurking. They say that your kitchen sink is actually... Uh, there's more bacteria there than even in your toilets. Wow. So I know, <laughs> kind of gross. Right. So, <laughs> so when you wash your produce, I suggest you take a colander, chop it up, or, you know, if you've got berries, just place them in your colander, um, and then use the e-cleaner, spray it thoroughly, let it sit for two minutes, and then rinse it in your colander. Keep it all contained. Um, you can also use a bowl, but keep it, you know, r- rather than putting it directly in your sink, put it into something that is clean. And then um, when you're washing uh, things like chicken, we have a, a poultry wash also. You can do the same thing. You can put it in a colander or a bowl, spray the chicken down, and then transfer it to your pan or however you're going to cook it. And then just make sure to really wash your hands thoroughly before you prep and after. And if you're using a cutting board, clean that. You can use the eat cleaner, by the way, to clean your cutting board and your knives too. You can just spray everything down. It's a, it's safe for use on your, your cutting boards as well. So let's answer um, probably a question a lot of people have right now, which we might have um, forgot to mention is, is there anything in your product that's not organic? What, what, what's it made out of? Yeah, it's all natural. It's um, it's a blend of things that you would just you would really just find in your kitchen cabinet. Citric acid, which is in almost all fruits and vegetables, you find it in lemons and limes. Um, sodium citrate, sea salt. We use a food grade uh, surfactant, which is just a fancy name for uh, an oil that helps to lift wax and any pesticide residue that's not water soluble. And then we use uh, ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C. So it's just the, and we're patented, by the way, and it took us two years to get our patent, and we're the only patented produce wash on the market. So you know we took the time to formulate it right. It doesn't change the way your food tastes or smells, and it, it just leaves you with food that tastes like what nature intended, because wax actually has a taste, and it can leave yeah. like a funky residue in your mouth that it 
we call it mouthfeel, but it can like mm -hmm. almost make the roof of your mouth feel dry. Yeah. And ironically, before I discovered eCleaner, I used to wash my fruits and vegetables with like a vinegar and water mixture, but I could still taste it, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't mind vinegar, but most everybody else doesn't care for the taste of vinegar. Uh, so especially I, your berries, right? You don't want your raspberries tasting like vinegar. <laughs> and you really, it doesn't have any taste whatsoever. So I really do appreciate that. What's the number two place where we need to be careful? I think you also want to watch for juice bars. Mm -hmm. um, when you go to juice bars, I mean, I love the fact that we have uh, we have places now that you can find fresh raw juice. The problem is, is that if they're not washing it properly, you're getting that fresh raw pesticide residue <laughs> bacteria in there yeah, too. Because yeah. when you cook food, you can usually get rid of most of the bacteria. If it's raw, you can't. So ask your juice bar, find out if they're using a, a produce wash that will actually kill bacteria because if they're not, you might want to rethink that process and maybe make that juice at home instead. And here's the thing I want to bring to people's attention, because I was just at a juice bar the other day, which shall remain nameless. But as I was standing in line, the woman in front of me asked if their produce was all organic. And I thought to myself, I, I think the right question is to ask, has this been cleaned the right way? Have you used a product like Eat Cleaner? Because even if it's organic, we have no idea how many hands have touched it, how many things have, you know, come in contact with that fruit and whether it's been cleaned properly. Yeah. And I want to tell you, organic doesn't mean that there's no bacteria. In fact, my dad, who is our co-founder and, and the formulator of our produce wash, he's an environmental scientist, he'll tell you that organic produce, because of the methods that they use in compost manure and, and all kinds of other thing, fertilizers, that your, your risk of bacteria is even higher. Hmm. So you really want to take that extra effort, especially with leafy greens. Leafy greens are the number one cause of foodborne illness. And I'll tell you, my good friend, Lisa Druxman, who yeah, Lisa. Oh yeah, my gosh, I heard about this. She's the founder of Fit for Mom Stroller Strides, and uh, she was hospitalized for foodborne illness from a kale smoothie. So she is the picture of fitness. If she can get it, anybody can. Now, I had heard that too. And now, how do they know? How, how are they able to trace back where where the bacteria came from? Well, you know, it's a process of elimination, but they were able to, you know, kind of the strain of bacteria that she got and they linked it to the kale that was in that, you know, juice bar that mm. she went to. So what about it, when we're going to, you know, a healthy market and we're buying cold pressed juices? What assurance do we have that those fruits and vegetables have been processed in a way that's safe for us to consume? It's a great question, Shalane. And you, you probably remember back in, you know, about 10 years ago, Odwalla almost went out of business because of uh, contamination in their juices. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, when it comes to cold-pressed, you know, the onus falls back on the manufacturer, ultimately. Um, and if there's a recall, they will be responsible for issuing that recall. What is our assurance? Uh, not much. There's mm. not much insurance there at all. If you do happen to get a tainted bottle and they recall it and you've already consumed it, you know, I have to say that unfortunately the recourse is all in your hands. Are, are there any standards there? Are there, I, I mean, are they governed in any way? 
Sure, they are regulated. I mean, I, I have to say, you know, don't feel like there's nothing there that's making them adhere to it. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that in the event that something were to happen mm -hmm. and, and something were to get through, just like we found with this listeria outbreak, I mean, those farms are supposed to make sure that that produce is safe. That caramel-covered apple, that's supposed to be safe, but it got through the system with the potential for listeria. And I'll tell you that They've already traced five deaths back to that listeria outbreak of the apples. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. And it's funny how you do, it, it just a big deal isn't made of it. And I don't know statistically, but I mean, it just seems like that's kind of downplayed in the media. And that's a really big deal. That's well, a really big deal. 48 million cases of foodborne illness is more than the flu. And look at how much the flu gets. Right. <laughs> play, you know, I mean... They say about 125,000 related hospital hospitalizations and 3,000 deaths. Those are all statistics from the F, uh, from the um, Center for Disease Control. Wow. So it's out there. It's just again, it's a matter of you know giving it a platform and for people to listen. This is not just about people with you know autoimmune deficiencies or or people with lowered you know immunity like children. Anybody can get sick. Yeah. Hey guys. Just a little side note here. What do you think it takes to do what Maria's done, like to follow your passion? Like what does Maria have that other people might not have? I can tell you one thing from personal experience, Maria has confidence. That doesn't mean she doesn't have fear. It means she has the courage to overcome her fear. It takes courage to believe in yourself, to pitch your idea, to deal with rejection, to stand up to food producers to take on a mission like this. She had the confidence she needed to leave her corporate job and to follow this dream, to start it from scratch. That confidence catches people's attention. You can hear the belief that she has not only in her product, but in herself. It's how she's landed on countless national TV shows, gotten book deals and offers and opportunities. Confidence is a trait. It's a quality that anyone can build. If you know that having more confidence could make all the difference in the world for you, then I invite you to check out the Courageous Confidence Club. It's my own online coaching program. I want to coach you step by step, day by day, to make the changes you need to make in order to build the courage and the confidence that you need to get the most out of life. I want to thank you for checking it out. You can do so at CourageousConfidenceClub.com. Okay, back to Maria. So we need to be careful of our own kitchen sink. Number two was a smoothie and juice bars. Make sure that we know how they're cleaning their produce and vegetables and fruits before we consume them. What's number three? Salad bars. Mm. Okay. Another place where you're going to find raw. Just think, bacteria loves raw food. And uh, so if you're going to a salad bar, um, I won't name any names, but a lot of them, you know, that have their produce sitting out for a long time, perhaps they're not washed properly. Um, you want to really be aware of when they put that produce out, how often they're turning it over. And if it smells funky, I mean, I, mm. I got really sick at a salad bar myself and I, um, I didn't, I wasn't hospitalized, but I spent a good day and a half in bed. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it can definitely hit you. Like I'm thinking about my own practices at home and I feel a little bit hypocritical right now because I, you know, I, I go to the local market where I, I think I've probably run into you a couple of times <laughs> and they have this amazing, beautiful salad bar. 
And I sure have plunked all of those fruits and vegetables and produce into one of those wax covered, you know, browned boxes. You know what I'm talking about? And, and sure enough, you know, eating it like in the car on the way home didn't clean anything. I just assume it's all, it's all safe. But is it like, would you do that? Well, you've got to ask the questions, you know, I mean, let's be, let's be educated eaters too, you know, don't feel embarrassed to ask, how has this been washed? You know, what are the practices you guys are using? I just want to make sure, not being paranoid here, but I just want to make sure it's safe for my family. Mm-hmm. You Have know, you ask that of like, say, a Whole Foods? I ask it all the time. And what do they yeah. say? Well, let's the, just put I, it out there. Let's put it out there. Yeah, Maybe people I mean, will- I'll tell you the practices really vary. Some of them say, even between markets. Some of them will say we use water. Some of them will say we use chlorine. Some of them will say we use XYZ food wash, Mm. you know, so it just, it really varies because there are no standards per se saying Mm. what you need to use. It's just the standard is what the outcome is. So, you know, if, if somebody ends up getting sick and gets hepatitis or gets a virus from the produce because it's only been rinsed, the onus goes back to the store and then they have to, you know, deal with all the repercussions. But meanwhile, you're like throwing up or worse. What's your personal practice when you see a salad bar and you create, will, would you do that? Would you go home and wash it? What's your personal practice? Well, let's face it. I do have to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I will sometimes, you know, take the risk. But oftentimes when I can, I'll buy it from the salad bar and take it home and rewash it. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. the same thing with bagged produce. I never, ever eat right out of the bag. I always rewash the produce. Amen. Yeah, because most of the time they are only using chlorinated water. And it's kind of crazy some of the stuff that comes off of it. You're like, what? <laughs> oh, I've got many a little pesky critter coming out of my, yeah. my bag. And just discoloration. It's kind of crazy. Um, but that's good to know. And I think that's just to be honest. It's like we're not telling people 100% of the time. And you certainly, and nor do I want to make people paranoid, but it's a calculated risk. And to realize, as you said, that 95% of these foodborne illnesses are preventable, that's on us. That's up to us to be more cautious about what we eat, you know, right. and, and what how it's been cleaned before before we before we consume it and before we serve it up to our families. Definitely. What's your yeah. next area where we need to be cautious? I know this is going to bum a lot of people out, but sushi, okay? Mm. I mean, when it comes to sushi bars, you really want to make sure that they are reputable. Use your, you know, your online uh, sites that you use to, to rate these restaurants. Make sure that they have their postings, their health department postings available so you know uh, if they do that, that they're A um, and they've had no issues because the contamination that can happen in the parasites that can, you can get from raw fish it can be a real problem, uh, like, a, like a long-term real problem. Yeah. Yeah. So hepatitis is um, something that you really want to be, be careful of. And I had, um, this is a crazy, crazy story, but my son, when he was three, he was in preschool and I was dropping him off. And uh, the daycare uh, provider there, she saw a shirt. I was going to an event and it said, had my logo, Eat Cleaner, and it said, mm-hmm. Think Before You Bite. And she asked, she looked at me kind of funny and she's like, what does that mean? And I explained to her what I do and she started crying and I, oh. I panicked. I was like, oh my God, what, what did my son do? Like, <laughs> what <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> happened here? And um, she proceeded to tell me about her daughter who was in her mid-20s who went to a 
a restaurant ordered raw ahi tuna and it was cross-contaminated with raw poultry and she was a track star picture of health um, after that incident, she got a rare strain of, um, of foodborne illness, and she was hospitalized and paralyzed. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. 27 years old and in a wheelchair. It just seems so unthinkable. I, every time I tell the story, I get goosebumps. But um, it's, it's a, you can Google it even. Um, it was a restaurant here in Dana Point called Salt Creek Grill. And uh, she won the largest yeah. lawsuit of, of his, in history um, for foodborne illness. But the problem is, does any amount of money take that back for you? Take right. back your health, your ability to use your legs and, and your lifestyle? I mean, it completely changed her forever. And her, her mom even told me, she's like, no, no amount of money will buy back the health of my daughter. But again, it's just, it's so, one of those things that you, you want to be able to enjoy your food, but you got to be smart about it. You've got to ask, you know, the restaurant the right question because yeah, and I think the that the, health, you know, the people who are the restaurant owners, the, though, that's where we need to step up and support those restaurant owners who are, are putting that information available to us on their menus. Like gluten-free, that's great. Fat-free, that's great. This is appropriate for vegetarians. Fantastic. I want to know how you're washing your produce, your fruits, your vegetables, your fish, your poultry because that gluten might not kill me but a foodborne illness might yeah and we we have a commercial grade product called eat safe and it's um, a, a concentrated version of our eat cleaner and it's available to restaurants and we even have a seal that they can put on their menu or on their window you know outside that says you know eat safe so you know that those restaurants are doing their due diligence to clean their produce and their, their seafood and poultry. It must feel sometimes like it's a real uphill battle. It is because they see it as an extra cost and we're saying it's, it's half a penny per serving. You know, wow. is that really worth quibbling over, you know, for the, the safety and, and well-being of your patrons, not to mention a better quality product, better looking, better tasting you know, it's really a win-win for everybody because while we're not saying it's 100% insurance, I would never go out on a limb and say, mm -hmm. you will never get sick with by using our products. I just want to make that clear. Mm -hmm. But it will help to reduce your risk by 99.99%. So if you're using it properly, you know, you're, you're doing a lot more for your health that way. My lifers are so smart. They're brilliant. I'm not kidding. And they care about their nutrition and their family and the lives of other people. We've got one more point for them, but just so that people don't miss it. Maria, where can they find eCleaner? So you can find it. The best way to go is our website, eatcleaner.com. That's where you can find the largest assortment of our products. We have washes. We have wipes for when you're on the go. You I know? love so those. Yeah, we market, put those. Keep, keep them in my purse. That way, if I'm you know, going to eat some produce on the run, I've always got wipes in my car and in my purse. Yeah. When you're traveling, we have a wash for seafood and poultry. Uh, and we have our commercial grade products on there for restaurants too. So that's the best place to go. Some local markets carry our products like Stater Brothers and Albertsons and Whole Foods here in Southern California. Uh, you can also go to Amazon.com. Wow. Awesome. Okay. So our number five area where people really need to be aware is farmers markets. M really? Yes. Gosh, Definitely. I would think that'd be like the safest place to buy my produce. Well, here's the deal. Um, so markets in general, I don't want to just pick on farmers markets, but I will say that the smaller markets, 
don't have the same, you know, adherence to the food safety um, acts that other larger farms do. So when there's, if there was a recall, you know, where would you go? Where would you find that farmer's market provider, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and usually it's pretty filthy when you get it because it's, it's fresh from the farm, which is good, but you still really need to wash it properly. So take that extra step, use that colander or bowl, get into it, you know, do do that for me. And please, please, whatever you do, don't sample the produce at the market wow, before yeah. it's washed because that it's it's a hotbed. And I'll tell you, not all farmers markets are local, by the way. There's one that I went to recently and their uh, grapes were from Mexico. So <sighs> it doesn't mean that the farmers market. How did you? Like- how well, did you figure that out? Well, I was like, where are you getting your grapes from? <laughs> yeah, you're like, we live in Southern California. Like, there's no local grapes right now, you know? And yeah. they're like, the grapes are from Mexico. And I was like, what? Okay. So, yeah. So, you, you definitely don't know that it's local. And berries, um, grapes, uh, greens, they're all picked and packed in the field and they are not rinsed even. So don't don't be sampling those, okay? Yeah. If I see you, I'm gonna slap your hand. I love it. But uh, just just wait till you get home from the market and wash it before you sample it. What can we do to help ensure that our kids are not exposed when they're having produce at school? Your story about Sierra coming home and, mm-hmm. and taking that on and doing that project, just I love it. Get your kids in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, show them how to use it. We have a lot of videos and testimonials from moms like your listeners that have gotten their kids into the kitchen. They've done, they, that's their job. Their job is to clean the produce. Mm-hmm. It's it's safe for them to use. They're not handling a knife. You know, yeah. you give them that job and they're cleaning it and then they will learn and that will be something that they will do. You know, we're we're even educating schools. We, we have a program um, through the California School Nutrition Association where schools are starting to use our product because they are understanding the the requirements there and we even um, do programs now you can let us know if you want your school to do it we'd be happy to go out there and we give them wipes and we do a little presentation and we show them how to clean apples and the nutrition that they get from apples we did one in uh, carpinteria a couple months ago and the kids went crazy so those are all programs that as a company you know there's one thing that I, I will say about our mission, and my father and I together formulating this product, is it's all about the safety of our families. So whatever we can do to support that, we're, we're happy to hear from them. Well, Maria, I just want to say that I am, I'm so proud. Like I, every time I think about your mission and what you're doing, I get goosebumps because I know it's a long process to change our habits. That's what this is about. This is about moms and whoever's cleaning our produce and who's the person in your household who's feeding your family, it's habits that start there. And I know this is your passion, your purpose, but I have to tell you, I honor you and I respect (laughs) you and I admire you because what you're doing is saving lives. Thank you, Shalene. And I owe so much to you as being such a great coach for me. And, Mm. you know, it is about, it it is about just changing habit, but I want to encourage people to just think, use this mantra, think before you bite. Mm. You know, before you take that bite, just think, you know, about where it could have come from. And and it's only two minutes away from being safer and cleaner. It's it's not a time-intensive or expensive process. Not even two minutes. And just the savings. Like, I can't remember the last time I threw away produce. And I really attribute that because it's got so much more shelf life. When you leave it in the carton, just a couple days later, it's all covered in gray mold. 
Oh, I, I ate some grapes that were washed, I'm not kidding you, 21 days ago. I ate what? them yesterday, and they were, I'll, I'll send you a picture. You can share it with everybody, but they're firm, they're beautiful, they're juicy, like no problems. 21 days. Wow. Yeah. Well, this has been a great episode, and I hope that so many of you will share this with other mothers and fathers and the people who are in charge of feeding the family, because if we get the message out, then we can start to change these habits. And when we do that, we save lives. This is what it's really about. If we want to eat healthy, it's not just buying organic or consuming more fruits and vegetables. It's making sure that what we are consuming is healthy. So, Maria, it's been a real honor and a pleasure. Thank you for being on The Shaleen Show. Thank you for your podcast, Shaleen. I'm a lifer, and I, I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> Very eye-opening. I, I brought Maria on the show, and I, I really meant it when I said I wanted this to serve as a public service announcement. If you come and visit my home, if you walk into my kitchen, you will see Eat Cleaner on the counter next to the sink, and it's been there for years. I've given it away as gifts, and I, I just believe in her product. I believe in her, but I, I really believe that it's about educating ourselves. So please be sure to visit her website. And of course, there's a multitude of ways that you can help support The Shaleen Show. Number one, be sure to subscribe to the show and then leave a review on iTunes. Number two, visit our sponsor. Go to CourageousConfidenceClub.com. And number three, leave me a voicemail message. You do that by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. That's also where you will find the show notes as well as a link so that you can leave me a recorded voicemail message about this episode. Anyways, until we get a chance to spend some time together again soon, I hope, I just want you to know I love you, I mean it, and you are the bomb.com.